This is Trained by Grace 2 with Catherine Elizabeth. And this next story is a hard one. And it would be hard-pressed to explain this to children correctly. So I'm not going to do this one with Hattie and David. Not because it couldn't be. But because it would take... It would take knowing the child better. So, this is not with Addie and David. But it is a loss, and it's interesting why um, and how Jesus handles this. Mark chapter 6 goes into the death of John the Baptist. So let's continue. May we learn. May the Holy Spirit bless us with learning from the Word of God. Chapter 6, verse 14. King Herod heard of it. For Jesus' name had become known. Some said John the Baptist has been raised from the dead. That is why these miraculous powers are at work in him. But others said he is Elijah. And others said he is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard of it, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised. For it was Herod who had sent and seized John and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because he had married her. For John had been saying to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. And Herodias had a grudge against him and wanted to put him to death, but she could not. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, and he kept him safe. When he heard him, he was greatly perplexed, and yet he heard him gladly. Herod was conflicted, very clearly conflicted. His, his brother Philip, who ruled another area, um, his wife had chosen to change spouses um, with Herod's obvious agreement. Um, and John told him about it. John told him that's not the way God designed marriage. Um, Herod had done a lot of ghastly things, but this this was one of those. And she was a bit of a beguiler, as becomes obvious later. Herod, I mean, Herod built the temple. Herod had uh, had wanted to please the Jews that he served, even though he was an Edomite. And John the Baptist confronted him because he knew. He knew that Herod knew the law. He knew that Herod had something within him that, despite all of what had happened in the past, um, was was tender toward God in some way. And it shows by the fact that Herod guarded John the Baptist for some time. However, 
his conflict was taken advantage of. And in verse 21, But an opportunity came when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his nobles and military commanders and the leading men of Galilee. For when Herodias' daughter came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his guests. And the king said to the girl, Ask me for whatever you wish, and I will give it to you. And he vowed to her, Whatever you ask me, I will give you, up to half of my kingdom. And she went out and said to her mother, For what should I ask? And she said, The head of John the Baptist. And she came in immediately with haste to the king and asked, saying, I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. And the king was exceedingly sorry. But because of his oaths and his guests, he did not want to break his word to her. Apparently, protecting a holy man wasn't over worth half his kingdom to him. And in verse 27, And immediately the king sent an executioner with orders to bring John's head. He went and beheaded him in the prison and brought his head on a platter and gave it to the girl, and the girl gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard of it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. So Herod's conscience works on him. He hears about Jesus' works, and he feels like he's being haunted. And Jesus lost a cousin and a dear friend and a prophet who laid the path before him for whom he had great respect and admiration. And he knew John the Baptist did what he was called. It was not an easy job. It was a countercultural job in many, many respects. And John had been faithful, despite at some points his doubts. Um... And so it's interesting to see what Herod's reaction is because he he's going to meet Jesus later. And he has a very different reaction to Jesus at the time. Um, but here... He's not willing to accept what Jesus brings to him. Let's pray. Lord, may we never have so much status and so much pride and so much reaction to peer pressure and so much reaction to beguiling that we don't realize that your holiness is worth more than half our kingdom. Forgive us when we devalue you. We prize what we want over you. Forgive us, O Lord, for these things.
we are we are human and very prone to conflict. Help us not to, as James said, be 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 between two waves, but help us to know where we stand ultimately and help you to be our stance and make our decisions for us always, even when it's difficult. Thank you, God, for the example of John the Baptist. Thank you for his ministry and him being Elijah before the Messiah. In Jesus' precious and holy name, to you be the glory and the power and the kingdom and the glory forever and ever. Amen. God loves you. God bless you. And remember you are one of his excellencies. Go proclaim his excellence in your life. Hi, this is Trained by Grace 2 with Catherine Elizabeth. I just want you to know that um, God has made you one of his excellencies and he loves you very much. So if there's any way that we could help you to know that better, please reach out at trainedbygrace2 at gmail.com and put in the subject line podcast and just um, write below that whatever... However we could help you um, with prayer or if you need a Bible sent or need a resource of some kind. I don't know that I can I can fulfill all of those, but I know that God and his riches can. So God loves you, and remember, you are one of his excellencies.